You're listening to The Happy Hour with Nick Sainert and Enrique Alvarez-Clare. This isn't the real Caesar's Palace, is it? What do you mean? Did, um, did Caesar live here? Um, no. I didn't think so. On 93.7 The Ticket and theticketfm.com. What's up? We're back. Nick Sainert, Rico with you. And now Stricky decides to jump on in a segment early. That's all good. What's up, Stricky? What up? How's life? Man, uh, moving. Yeah, you got a new place. Moving, man. Moving. Moving and grooving. It's exciting stuff. Yeah, man. I'm excited. Um, You know, I started taking stuff over. It's, it's, it's good when you get the keys early. Yeah. Because then you can kind of, you know, just take when- a little stuff over and. You know, some plates, and you know, you can throw it in your car and go over Sir, there. Are we the house It's not too far. Say, are we supposed to have a housewarming no. party yeah, this weekend? Party? Just give give me some wine. No, 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 no. What's the party? Thirsty, no, no, thirsty, no, no. thirsty, thirsty, thirsty wine. Stricky. Housewarming party. party. No party. Stricky. I'm the gift. Where's the party? <laughs> my, hey, hey, my, my presence is the gift. No, and here's you the crazy say, thing. You gotta say it right now. My I don't want. I don't want nobody knowing where I live. Come on, Stricky. Not as far as I'm concerned, here it well, is. There it is. Oh, Strick, there it Strick is. lives in Waverly now. We're early. Yeah. No, he doesn't. Yeah. Ashley. Ashley. Strick lives in. No, you don't. Yeah. yeah. Closer. Ashley. Uh, a little closer. Are yeah. you by the high V over there? Yeah. Nice. Nice. In Gretna? In uh, <laughs> Ashland. In Ashland. Yeah. I didn't know there was a high V in Ashland. There's definitely. It's a big one. That's a new one. That's oh, not... it's a big one? That's oh. the Gretna one you're Is it the biggest about? one? <laughs> is that the one? Is that the one? <laughs> Y'all are stupid. Well, how was the game last night? Electric. It was, it was hype. Yeah, it was awesome. I, I, listen, I tried to go right, and mm-hmm. and I pull up to go to the parking lot. You guys had been there for a while, so you guys had probably the best there. parking forever. I've been there for probably the four hours at that. See, point. The this is how awesome they were. They said there's no availability in that lot, and so I nice. was like, uh, a lot, eh? I went, tried, and they were like, there's no, there's no space over there. Dang. So That's you guys tragic. had taken all the space. My, uh, I only took up one spot. Here's the here's the best part. So Raf and I carpooled. I, oh. I, I Raf drove up to up to CHI. They held hands. It was interesting. I will say it was the long. I mean, Raf and I spent a lot of time together, but you know that that was I mean close proximity uh, with Raf. But anyway, just, just stop talking. Anyway, <laughs> uh, the best part was we pull into the we pull into the the parking lot behind CHI to park. And I see Rico's car and he had been there for probably about two hours before I did something like that. And I was like, hey. There's a spot right next to Rico. Mm-hmm. And so even though we got there two hours later, we got the same exact parking spot. Beautiful. Yeah, that worked. It out. worked out really well. But no, it was good. Uh, the presentation was good. Uh, okay. I asked Jay this question because he joined us for the first segment in the noon hour. I'll ask you, talk about your adjustment from college basketball, from the college game to the pro game. When, when did say you, it again? Talk about your adjustment. Like, did you have oh. to go through a like, okay, I got I to gotta get it. The growing phase. Out. The you're, growing You're phase. welcome to the NBA. Yeah. Did you um, have something like that? I mean, of course you do because the speed of it changes. I think, I think what helped me in the transition is one, just keep your you keep your head down. Mm-hmm. Um, you stay focused on on the task and 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 the goal and and the goal for me, obviously being undrafted, was to make it. Mm-hmm. And then 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 you start. Once you make it, then you have to retrain your focus on 
what do I need to do to stay? Yeah. So you, you kind of keep your head down. Um, you know, like some of the stuff I heard, like with, with Tony Farmer, for example, everybody loved him with the Lakers. And mm-hmm. sometimes, you know, your mouth can mm-hmm. get you in a little bit of trouble. And, you know, the rumor was is that obviously, you know, Tony is funny, brazen. Mm-hmm. But as a rookie, sometimes you got to be careful because you you got veterans like Magic Johnson and guys like that on the squad that if they don't like you or take a liking to you, you can get kicked out. Now, I'll give you another good example of that. Um, There's a guy named Damon Jones. You ever, you guys recall Mm -hmm. Damon Jones? Mm -hmm. Not necessarily, he he played six man, he started some, um, came out of Houston. Just a guy that stayed around. But he he was smart. He was like Rick Brunson in a sense that okay. he established good relationships. And one of the things he did when he was in Cleveland is got next to LeBron. So LeBron took a liking to him because he's funny. Mm-hmm. You know, he, he he he's witty. He's funny. And now everywhere LeBron goes, he's a coach. Like he's a coach out in L.A. now. Yep. You see what I'm saying? So along with you. It, it's one of those things. It just depends. And, and that's the thing that you, you can either get ran away. Or they'll draw near to you. And I kind of was just one of those guys that kept my head down, just did my work and went on. What was it like? Hold on. So I'm I'm fascinated by these stories. <clears throat> Excuse me. Of like, did you ever so you mentioned like once you get there, how do we stay? How do I stay? How stressful is it as you're in a contract year? Mm-hmm. Uh, talk about like is it is it pretty stressful? Just wondering like do you, do you put a lot of weight on every single performance when you're when it's in a contract year? Um, I can't say for sure that that was the case with me because every year is dang near. Yeah. From it yeah, felt well, like yeah. it's a contract year. Um, I think the biggest mistake I believe that I I would not make again if if given the opportunity to rewind the time or go back to the future with uh Dr. Brown mm-hmm. getting a, getting a uh, DeLorean mm-hmm. and just kind of, you know, zoom back. Um I I probably wouldn't have opted out of my contract with um Vancouver. Mm-hmm. Even though I was miserable. Mm-hmm. Even though the franchise to me was an S Going nowhere. Yeah. Yeah. They're good. Thank better you. word. There we go. I, better see where, word. I see where you were trying to go. Let me help you out. Yeah. Thank you. <laughs> it was going nowhere, and, except in the middle of the night, packing up bags and leaving <laughs> Vancouver to Bye-bye. go to Memphis, right? Yeah. Um, I, I saw that, man. And even though I was miserable, I, I would have probably figured out a different way to do it, yeah. you know, to, to figure out. But I will say, that even by doing it the best year, one of the best years of my career in life was that Boston run that we had, mm-hmm. even though I'd lost hella money. Mm-hmm. Right. So that was one thing that I think I would change. Uh, but how to stay Nick is it, it can get it. I, I don't want to say there's, there's an anxiety or frustrated. I think there are for some. Yeah. Um, but for me, someone that just played hard every time I went out there. I didn't try to do anything, overdo anything. Um, I think it helped me. And so what ends up happening is teams that you gave work to or you did something significant to, they have an eye on you. And so there's something they like about you. And that's kind of how after, you know, my my tenure at Boston, Indiana shows up because they liked it. 
obviously there's a conflict at that period of time because Jamal Tinsley's coming up. We share the same agent. So then they move on for me. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, wanting to just not have that conflict. And then I get two in Milwaukee where I finish up. So it, it wasn't a crazy deal for me because yeah. between that, I got traded. Crazy, crazy world. Uh, once again, 402-464-5685, the Honda Lincoln hotline and the starter Hamid text center open for you. Stricky, I want to see you run wild with this because Michigan basketball right now, <clears throat> excuse me, last place in the, the Big Ten standings. This is a, a Michigan team. Obviously, they have the name. They have the brand. Lost they, two great players. They did, right? Jo- or Jawan Howard, obviously, still there as well. It feels it feels like yeah. it's the end of the road. Yeah. And are there pros? Are there cons? Are there both to making a move middle of the season? Does Michigan wait till the end of the year? What what how should Michigan handle this? Because it feels like it's only a matter of time. <clears throat> it looks as if um there's a loss of the team. Yeah, big time. So yeah. when you get to that point, when you when you have lost it. It's better off to start a new blood uh, transfusion mm-hmm. into the program, right? Yeah. Whether that's with the assistant coach, somebody that has the ear, the voice of, of the team. But you didn't want to do it before you really got that Fat Five situation worked out, yep. which they done. Now uh, you look at some of the controversies that he went through uh, during the COVID stuff, the, the, the little – the fights and yeah, the suspensions, the faces of coaches. You know what I mean? That yeah. stuff. Uh, so then you begin to look at, is it redeemable? You see the loss of Hunter Dickinson. You saw Caleb Love. That situation didn't, you know, work out. Mm-hmm. And then other guys have vacated. So you're you're you could go and just let him see what the recruiting looks like, or like you could just read. Just rip the band rip off. the band-aid off and, yeah. and let it begin the healing process was, and start fresh. Was Hunter Dickinson leaving kind of like the what that's you, huge for to a you? What was like the oh, beginning of the end for Jawan Howard? I, I I think I think that not even to, to secure uh, Hunter Dickinson. Then you had the guys that left to go mm-hmm. to the to the next level. Mm-hmm. And have you really heard anything about that? Not really. Not really. So. Probably G League guys. So. This is why the decisions that sometimes these guys make to go early, mm-hmm. they can hurt the program from where they left because it's tough to replace them. Because mm-hmm. if you don't, then your program can literally just fall off unless you're just a good coach and you're able to coach those guys up. I don't know. I don't know if Juwan's that guy. What? I think he's a good motivator. Yeah. I think he's a guy that gets them together. Was but... it was it the players leaving? Like what happened between when Juwan took over? Because remember, when Juwan took over at Michigan. I, I, you know, they had better players, but Michigan was uh, was really good with Juwan Howard for that at least that first season. They had some a pretty good record, I believe. They made the NCAA. Like they were doing things, and people were like, "Look, Juwan Howard, the future of Michigan. He's going to be a really good coach." And then, seemingly out of nowhere, they start just, I just being bad. I don't know, which yeah. is bad. I mean, it's crazy. You look. I mean, Juwan's accomplished a couple things at Michigan. And it's been, I mean, multiple NCAA tournament appearances. They were back-to-back Sweet 16 appearances in 2021 and 2022. Um, They lost to UCLA in that Elite Eight game in 2021 by just two points, I believe. 
Uh, in in Juwan's second season, they only had five losses on the year. Like there, there's been things that have happened with Juwan. However, like good things, I should say, on the mm-hmm. floor. But there's also been a lot of bad things where, like you said, the getting uh, he had the thing with Greg Gard at Wisconsin mm-hmm. where they they went back and forth, and then the Hunter Dickinson thing. Then it's like roster retention and roster additions are so important. important now just in college landscape altogether. And you don't necessarily have it affect a coach as often in football because the rosters are much bigger. So you can avoid you can afford losing one or two key guys. Where in basketball, it, it, we saw it this year, Michigan's a perfect example. They're sitting here at seven and twelve overall. They're two and six in the Big Ten conference. They just lost by 22 to the uh to Purdue on the road. They lost by 15 to Illinois, which is a, a bipolar team right now. They were good, they were playing well without Terrence Shannon Jr. He comes back. They end up losing to Northwestern at home due to the fight in Illini. Um, but I mean, this is a Michigan team that lost to Florida. They lost to McNeese State. They lost to Minnesota. Um, they've lost to Indiana. They lost to Memphis, Long Beach State. Like there's multiple teams here that uh, Michigan has fell to that they shouldn't lose to. And so I think like roster, the the ability to retain guys, but then also add guys is so key in college basketball right now. Mm-hmm. And they weren't able to retain Hunter Dickinson mm-hmm. and they weren't able to finish out the addition of Caleb Love. And yeah. both of those have hurt them. Yeah, very much so. Um, you also understand too that one of the the best parts of how you can make a long run is depending on who you have running your ship. Mm-hmm. Right. Right now, you you've seen a different mold shaking up in at Nebraska. Not to say that they don't want a point guard. They they yeah. all teams need it. You can just look at what Kansas State did with great point guard play and how deep it took them. Mm-hmm. Because if you've got great go- point guard play in that in tournament action, as you get and and, and this is why you see Wisconsin emerging. Yeah, because Chucky is just having great point guard play, even though he's not killing it in the scoring department. He's running that ship. Yeah, and there and so when it matters and when get games get tight. Or when the situation uh, calls for it, you've got somebody that can just settle the uh, the team down, and that's what we don't have. But you have Rick Mass that has been somebody who's been a settling force, and then also high assist numbers and controlling how things work for the Huskers, which is a broken type of mold yeah. and what is norm. It's interesting you brought that up because I want to have a conversation about Jamarcus Lawrence because we've found ourselves the last couple of games we've watched together sitting up there in, in the media section is all right, is this the game Jamarcus Lawrence scores? Scores multiple buckets, right? And it hasn't happened yet. I want to have a conversation on Jamarcus Lawrence when we return. Uh it's going to be the crossover. We're going to bring Austin back in here as uh, we get you ready for on the block with Stricken Austin. Go any, don't go anywhere. Uh 402-464-5685 send any thoughts, any questions you guys have for Strick or us, um, the rest of the show today, as well as the Sarder Heyman Jewelers live video stream, Facebook, YouTube, Twitch, Twitter, and Allo Channel 961. Feel free to follow all of us on Twitter as well. We'll be right back to close out the happy hour on a Thursday right here, 93.7 The Ticket. Download our app by searching 93.7 The Ticket in your app store to stay in touch and listen all day long wherever you are. More of the happy hour is next on 93.7 The Ticket and theticketfm.com.